0: This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan, And you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now.
1: If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul.
0: It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Tanner is off doing whatever it is Tanner does. And uh, this week, I am joined by Doom, Wrestling underscore Doom on Twitter. Welcome to the show, sir. Hi, it's great to be here. Great episode of Dynamite to review. Yeah, uh, definitely picked a great episode to join uh, during because it was action-packed. Yeah,
1: and it. Had a little bit more, almost of an attitude with it
0: than uh, AEW normally has. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. So uh, we'll we'll dive right into this. How about that? Sounds good to me. We start off as we do every week with uh, JR welcoming everyone by saying it's Wednesday night. And you know what that means. He welcomes us to Chicago and to Dynamite. Introduces his colleagues, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. Finally, the three commentators begin going over tonight's card after they go over tonight's card in Chicago. So we hear CM Punk's music hit as he makes his way to the ring. Uh, I thought, you know, he was going to get in the ring and QT Marshall's music was going to hit. Not the case. Instead, MJF's music hits. Uh, the crowd immediately starts booing him with uh asshole chants and uh, shut up chance and all sorts of stuff. Uh, MJF says that the pipe bomb promo was Punk's best work. Congratulates him and begins running down CM Punk for being straight edge saying, you know, you're uh, the I never thought in all my time that I would see someone straight edge look like a meth head. Um, MJF says that. Punk cannot go toe to toe with him on the stick, and that's okay. You can drop your pipe bombs because I drop nukes. I wasn't sure how Punk was going to react. Finally, he grabbed the microphone and says, I'm so disappointed in you. Uh, MJF had mentioned how in his promos and interviews, uh, Punk says he'll take on everyone, but never mentions MJF. And he says, uh, It's just because he's jealous in a less famous Miz. Um, the crowd really popped for the uh, less famous Miz chant. Uh, basically, the two go back and forth on the microphone. I have personally waited s- two years for this. As soon as MJF said the first time, "I'm better than you, and you know it," I said that's only going to work so long until Punk gets into that ring. And uh, we we got these two on the microphone back and forth tonight for 20 minutes and. It was fantastic. What would you think about it? And
1: they picked the perfect crowd to actually give us this in front of. From the first moment when his music hit, they got that pop out of the way right away. And just the timing of MJF music cutting him off right as he got to the ring. It was just chef's kiss just so well done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. The liners MJF had. The liners Punk had. It's almost... You can't really say there's a winner except for us the fans
0: right absolutely um mjf threw out some uh references to punk's time in wwe which apparently we've completely kicked that door open and we're allowed to talk about that company as much as they want now uh they've gone from subtle little jabs to flat out wwe references um you know the King of Kings, Mr. You Can't See Me, all brought up tonight. And uh, probably my favorite line was when uh, Punk says that uh, the only way that MJF is going to be number one is if he waits around long enough for Tony Khan to have a daughter, and then uh, MJF marries her. Referencing was- right back the King of Kings thing to him.
1: Yeah, that was a great job. The meth headline particularly pop me because i've been saying that since he came back it's like man you're yeah. such a straight edge clean dude
0: time has not been kind to him i know i was sitting there tonight i was like man i know this dude is straight edge but standing in the ring tonight he just looks stoned out of his mind <laughs> i mean okay. i'm like am i are we sure that uh punk's still straight edge here because he's uh he's looking a little different tonight
1: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: So uh overall, I mean, absolutely fantastic fire promo. Cannot wait to see these two go at it again. Yeah, it was
1: amazing and a nice treat from AEW to not to start the show with a talking segment. Normally it's always straight into a match and I love the variety they've been giving us lately.
0: Yeah, they were starting to get a little too predictable in my opinion in the last few weeks. <laughs> what predictability? You can't even guess what they're gonna do next. Exactly. Uh, they go to commercial break, which I saw that one coming uh, <laughs> setting up for the uh, CM Punk versus QT Marshall or QT Marshall depending on who you ask match. Um, CM Punk takes down QT when we get back from commercial break with a shoulder tackle. Punk gets hit by Marshall however he comes right back and hits Marshall with four body slams in a row. Nick Camarado gets caught grabbing CM Punk's leg. Paul Turner sends Aaron solo and at camarado to the back. Marshall gets a few shots in. However, punk sends Marshall down with a back elbow punk then sends Marshall to the corner. Hard Marshall returns the favor Marshall controls the match quickly. However, punk hits Marshall with a back body drop and then clotheslines Marshall over the top rope. So we go to our first picture in picture uh, with QT Marshall in control. We return from the break with Marshall hitting Punk with a Liger bomb. Marshall begins laying some shots in on Punk. Marshall then starts pushing Punk. Punk comes back, hits him with an Enziguri. Punk is now in control as he hits QT with a rising knee strike and a big clothesline. Punk goes to the top rope, hits Marshall with a big elbow drop, and then hits Marshall with the GTS, and Punk picks up the pinfall. Quite predictable,
1: but also still a fun match.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew there was no way Punk was going to lose in Chicago. Um, no, this isn't WWE. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I, I still enjoyed the back and forth. Uh, QT did get over a little bit, in my opinion. Got to sh- showcase some of the work that he hasn't been able to showcase with some of the other wrestlers. And um, I think one of my favorite lines came from JR when he says, Go to effing sleep. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. like that. <laughs> JR really knows how to call him, and I saw a lot
1: of people complain before this match and on, during Rampage about how it was poorly set up and just wasn't the match they wanted to see in the Chicago Town, but I think QT is really a great foil for this type of match. Him and the Nightmare Factory
0: really work well as the silly heels that yep. aren't really
1: going to get over.
0: Right, right, and of course, you know, if QT eats a loss, it's not a big deal for him, uh, some of the other guys, you know, they're trying to push him up and get those bigger wins for him and stuff. So to have some of the other guys that we would have loved to have seen eat a loss tonight could have done worse for them than it did for QT. Yeah. let's And let's save those matches for bigger events. Yes. Yes. Uh, next, we go backstage. Tony Schiavone, who has done more interviews, I think, here recently than he's called matches, it feels. Is backstage interviewing Jurassic Express and Christian Cage says everything is and Christian Cage says everything is working in their favor. Cage then says that Jurassic Express is the top-ranked tag team in the division. And Cage says he will help them win the AEW tag team titles. Am I the only one who's starting to feel a little bit of a heel turn from Cage coming through? Oh, Tanner and I have been talking about this for weeks. It It's coming. I, I don't know when, but it's coming. And it's it's starting to feel more and more, you know. JB cuts him off tonight. Uh, a, not a whole lot there, but cut him off just enough that you could tell uh, Cage wasn't too happy with it. Yeah. And this whole, I'll help you win the titles. Uh, yeah. Feels like we're either... The entire Jurassic Express is going to turn heel or Christian's going to turn on them. Yeah,
1: I was just about to say, I wonder if Jurassic Press is going to go with him, or maybe if Jungle Boy is just going to go with him and leave Jungle Saurus. There's lots of ways they can go with this one.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to see a um, heel Luchasaurus, though in like all black with a little bit of a different mask and maybe the tongue be red instead of green i think that'd be really cool that could be really cool that would be a really <laughs> good spin on the luchasaurus character just a nice little way to freshen up that character without doing a drastic thing to him
1: yeah because the only other thing you can really do with him is take off the mask and i don't think we're there yet
0: no we saw that when he uh did a brief stint over in nxt I don't want to see oh, it yeah yeah. <laughs> um, next, Eddie Kingston's backstage getting a promo for his match on this Friday's Rampage and uh, con- thanking everybody and, you know, happy Thanksgiving. He congratulates Mox on what he's doing, tells him happy Thanksgiving to you, your wife, your daughter, your entire family. And then he's interrupted by Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Uh, Matt of 2.0 mentions Moxley, which sets Kingston off. They begin fighting. However, the producers break it up. And I got to say, that cup of coffee looked extremely hot. Yeah, from his reaction especially. Yeah. I I I wonder how much
1: that reaction is from what he said. Because I almost feel like that line was just a touch too far.
0: Yes. Yes, almost as if he was supposed to mention Moxley, but not in that extent. And because I mean, Eddie got fired up pretty quickly, but oh, yeah, there there was still plenty of steam coming off that coffee and it hit him straight in the face.
1: So, yeah, I definitely hope he's okay after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Uh, I'm wondering if you know it was supposed to be like throw it at his chest or something like that. And Garcia just got caught up and threw it in his face, or maybe it was supposed to be the cake.
1: Yeah, maybe it was I don't know, supposed
0: to be knocked on the floor. Who knows? Yeah, uh, we go to a commercial break come back uh Bear Country's in the ring and Gun Club makes their way down the match starts with a cheap shot however Bear Country is ready for the Gun Club Austin Gun gets involved uh Bronson and Boulder Bear on the outside and is down after being sent into the steel steps we get one Bear into the barricade, one into the steps, and I can't ever keep straight who's Bronson and who's Boulder. (laughs) The action finally returns to the ring. Colton hits Bear Bronson with the Colt 45 to win. After the match, Sting and Darby Allen come out. Austin gun charges towards Sting. However, Austin gets cut off, laid out by Darby Allen. Darby and Sting head to the ring, and this causes Billy and Colton to retreat. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I didn't
1: know this match was coming.
0: I didn't even know it was going to be on the card. I I'm surprised Gun Club's on Dynamite, honestly. Yeah, and <laughs> so, mentioning their undefeated record on Dynamite was a little
1: weird too. It's like now what you we kind of got to do something with them.
0: Exactly. You can't just leave them on dark and dark elevation anymore cuz now you've mentioned that they're gun defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Billy with a choker again. That that brought back some uh, Billy and Chuck memories that I try to forget about. Yeah, it also
1: brought <laughs> some poor to sit fashion
0: choices I made in high school back to that. I, was like, ah, I was hoping I buried those. Yeah, yeah. It's like, woof, everything's back. Oh, yeah. no. What have I done to myself? <laughs> I'm just glad Um, my wife wasn't here to see that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. AEW Battle of the Belts was announced for Charlotte, North Carolina on January 6, 2022. I'm excited for this. It doesn't feel like it's going to be like a clash of champions or anything like that. Of course, all the belts will be defended, which is one of the first pay-per-views that this is. Well, this isn't even a pay-per-view, but it's a special event on TNT. One of the first times we've seen all the belts defended on one show, though.
1: Yeah, and I'm intrigued with the it being the first TNT special, how much they're willing to put into these specials and like if we will see any title changes, because yeah, I mean, I'm I'm guessing that's when we're gonna get uh Brian Danielson versus Hangman. And I'm intrigued on who we're gonna get with Guevara because there's a lot of options, like sky's the limit right there, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And personally, I would like to see Kip Sabian come back and get a shot at it.
0: Yeah. He keeps making his appearances over on the Sammy vlog with his box on his head. Whatever he he's doing with that. The box is now untaped and coming open. So yes. I think we're close to a new reveal. But yeah. yeah. That's not here nor or there. Right. Something definitely changed with Kip, and I'm interested to see what happens uh, when he comes back. Hopefully, he comes back and he's a little more serious and not so much of a comedy character. Yeah.
1: Although I've always been a big fan of him since the first pay per view where he kissed that guy in the audience, all the heat he got with that. Like, yeah. If you give him the time, he's worth it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, up next was a uh, backstage segment with Adam Cole and Bobby Fish talking about uh, the losing streak that the elite is on and how he wants to stop it. They get interrupted by the best friends, and Adam Cole begins insulting Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Wheeler Yuta. I thought this was a pretty fun little segment, honestly. Yes, but now we need to know Wheeler Yuta's middle name. Yes, it got asked, and it never got answered.
1: Yeah, I'm trying on Twitter. We're going to get to the bottom of this.
0: Okay, all right. You're going to have to keep me updated if you get to the answer before I do. I will, definitely. (laughs) Uh, Up next was a very shocking segment for me, uh, as we see Tony Schiavone with Team Taz, Leo Rush, and Dante Martin. Taz tells Dante Martin that they are done messing around and to sign the contract. And Leo says, no, we're not going to do this. And uh, Taz is a little upset that he's even there. Uh, Leo grabs the pen from Dante, says, we want no part of this business. And Dante grabs it back and signs the contract to join Team Taz.
1: Shock and awe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was a little taken back because I'm like, okay, you know, he's going to grab it and, like, throw it at Ricky Starks or at Hook or something to start a brawl backstage where Tony Schiavone's going to have to run for his life. Um, but, no, he signed, and I was I, – I, I don't know how to feel about this. You know, I hope – uh Darius comes back soon and maybe we see an interaction between these two about you know why did you join team Taz why have you teamed with everybody under the sun but me since I've been gone <laughs> so and really
1: it was all about the chips
0: yes yes it was
1: and I agree with his decision I mean those chips did look delicious hooks yep. very generous
0: yep yep I still want to see Hook in the ring. I'm just going to throw that out there real quick.
1: (laughs) Hook hype is real. I cannot wait to see him in the ring.
0: Man, when he gets into that ring finally, no matter where they're at, whether he's face or heel, the crowd is going to erupt just because it's been teased so much. It's going to be such a pop when we finally get Hook. Yes. Yes, it is. Up next was a match in the TBS title tournament. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter. And, of course, we saw Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel join Jamie. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Jamie go after each other, and the bell rings. Rosa and Hader are both exchanging strikes. Neither is gaining control. The fight uh, falls to the outside for the first few minutes. However, the action finally makes it to the middle of the ring with Rosa hitting Hader with some heavy strikes until Hader hits Rosa with a shoulder tackle. Rosa hits Hader with a dropkick, and then the action goes to the outside again. Rosa gets back into the ring, hits a running dropkick, which sends Hader into the barricade. Rosa rolls under the ring ropes to stop the referee's count. Uh, Rosa goes to jump onto Hader for, I'm guessing, a crossbody. Hader catches her, slams her into the steel post, and we go to commercial break, come back from commercial break, Thunder Rosa hits Jamie Hader with a shotgun drop kick, then Rosa hits Hader with another big drop kick in the corner. Hader recovers and hits Thunder Rosa with a nice backbreaker. Rosa's back up. Thunder Rosa goes for a Russian leg sweep, however Hader blocks it. Rebel distracts the referee. Britt Baker gets in the ring and hits Rosa with a super kick. Uh, however, Rosa ducks and Baker hits Hader. Rosa then pins Hater for the big victory and advances in the TBS Women's Championship Tournament. I thought this was going to go to Jamie, honestly.
1: I kind of predicted this going to uh, Thunder with a little bit of shenanigans. The thing I like most about this tournament is how many other stories it's producing that are yeah. around the titles. This women's division really needs more than just chasing after the belts. And I think between the Serena Deeb and and this new storyline, that's the one thing – that's my favorite thing from this tournament is how many storylines it's creating besides titles.
0: Yep, we saw uh, some tension uh, rise tonight between Hayter and Baker. And, of course, we got to mention that anytime the three of them are together – Hater never does the DMD. So yeah, I don't think she's fully in, and I think this is her way to start getting out the door. Yeah, that that
1: little shove she did. There's subtle breadcrumbs a la- lot to get us ready for when she finally has had enough and is ready to fight Britt for the title.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, we go backstage to Jericho and Alex Marvez. Uh, Jericho says, you know, normally, Alex, you and I don't get along. We've got a lot of back and forth, but uh, it is Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, he continues to talk and is interrupted by 2.0 and uh, Daniel Garcia, who say, you know, the Canadians came out on top tonight over Eddie Kingston and this, that, and the other. And uh, Jericho goes off on him, says, don't you ever do that again. Don't interrupt me. Shut up. Um, tells them to find their way elsewhere basically and that he's a blockhead yes yes blockhead an ugly spongebob squarepants yes i forgot the ugly spongebob (laughs) 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 jericho oh yeah only jericho would find that reference and do it at that point in time
1: and be able to get it over
0: yes yes i think uh anything jericho says at this point the crowd will chant
1: Yes, we have seen that countless examples of that at this point.
0: And uh CM Punk's right there now with Jericho, I've gotta say. So yeah. they're um, they're
1: on that next
0: echelon. Yes, yes, they are. Um we see next up Dr. Britt Baker having her friends giving dinner with Rebel and Tony Shivani. Shivani says he has some bad news and shows her a clip from all out, and the clip shows that Riho was never eliminated from the casino battle royale and that Tony Khan has signed them for a match on this Friday's Rampage. It's the uh, Black Friday deal match.
1: Yeah, I do like that they are uh, taking some of their mistakes and making them canon and using them to make new matches, although I think they need to get better about other ways for them to earn title shots rather than having to beat the champion
0: yeah uh i get really tired of the oh you're gonna face the champion and if you win you'll get a shot at the title yeah because they never win
1: exactly and i feel like that's another company has overused it so much over the years that that's why we're a little sick of it but i also feel like this company is creative enough to find other ways of making title shots
0: yeah and normally some type of side story does come out of these yes so it's not like oh you're the number one contender if you fight me and you win you get a match if not oh well and then oh now you're you know at the bottom of the rankings again yeah and you get rio on tv so i can't really yeah. complain. <laughs> right rio on tv is always a good thing uh better than on youtube exactly <laughs> Up next is uh, what you and I both referenced as should have been the main event, and that's Brian Danielson versus Colt Cabana. The match begins with Danielson and Cabana countering each other's holds. Danielson takes a cheap shot at Cabana when the referee has to break it up. Then Danielson begins hitting Cabana with some massive chops and kicks. Danielson is just laying it on Colt at this point. The crowd starts chanting Colt Cabana. Danielson goes for a big running drop kick. Danielson misses, though. Cabana goes for a splash. However, he misses, and Danielson hits Cabana with a released German suplex. Danielson and Cabana are on the top rope, and Danielson gets knocked off. Colt Cabana hits a moonsault and goes for the pin. However, Danielson kicks out. Danielson lays in some more heavy shots, and Danielson takes Cabana down after some severe kicks to the back of Colt's head. Finally, Danielson locks in the lapel the, the lock to get the victory. After the match, Tony Schiavone interviews Danielson. Danielson tells the crowd they sing a different tune since his debut a few weeks ago. He tells the crowd that they are fickle, and he also shows everyone he kicked that, yeah, everyone that he uh, knocked out Cabana's tooth. Then Hangman Adam Page comes out, and Page says that Chicago means a lot to him. He cannot think of a better place to have their match. Danielson says, Of course, you would offer me a title shot after I just had a match. However, I consider that coward shit, not cowboy shit. Page says he will even let Danielson get the first shot. Danielson says he's not falling for it. However, Danielson does throw the first punch. Both men begin throwing punches. Hangman goes for the buckshot lariat. However, Danielson rolls out of the ring and walks away. Hangman Adam Page stays in the ring as we go to a break.
1: First off, I got to say that Cole Cabana can still really go. That was such a great match from him. Yes. Obviously, he was in the ring with one, one of, if not the best wrestler in the world. So that helps a lot. But he
0: put quite the showing on. Yes. Although I still am curious. This is one of the few times that we've seen Punk and Cabana on the same show. Uh, Of course, still not together. So I'm wondering if there's still some heat between the two or if it's finally kind of just over and done with and uh, maybe we'll see a tag team of Punk and Cabana once again. Yeah,
1: I kind of was hoping we'd see something with one of them rescuing the other, but I almost feel like they might just have buried the beef but aren't really wanting to be friends again. There's really no saying, I mean... I'm just hoping they get along and there's no fighting. I I can't imagine in AEW there's
0: any of that backstage. Right. But I would love to see that tag team again. Yeah. Uh, you know, we brought up earlier tonight the pipe bomb, at which point Punk did reference Colt Cabana, called him out by name as a friend, of course. Um, so maybe maybe we're getting there slowly. It's just going to take us some time. And yeah, we've all listened to the those famous art of
1: wrestlings. I I know I've listened to even the ones where Punk's just in the background screaming into the microphone from the other room. Any of those, like they were truly great friends, and I I hope they yeah. get back to it.
0: Oh, absolutely! It would be great to have them as a friendship again, and then eventually form a tag team um, outside of Dark Order, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Don't need punk in dark order. Oh, yeah. And shout outs to Danhausen. He
1: uh, told uh, Brian Danielson to send him the teeth to his P.O. box
0: as soon as possible. Yes. Yes. Leave it to Danhausen, Daniels- Dan right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Love that Danhausen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, up next, we get a promo hyping the upcoming Ruby Soho Chris Statlander TBS women's tournament match. I'm excited for this. I've got a feeling it's going to go to Ruby, but still Ruby, Chris in the same ring, it's going to be electric.
1: Oh yeah. It almost feels like it has to go to Ruby at this point with, I mean, her getting immediately thrust into the title picture and losing it. That's then she can't just immediately lose in her quarterfinal match in the tournament. They got to give her something.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Up next, we get an eight-man tag match for our main event. It's Malachi Black, FTR, and Andrade El Idolo versus Cody Rhodes and Death Triangle. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Dax Harwood begin the match. They start with a collar and elbow tie-up. Rhodes takes Harwood down first. Harwood takes Rhodes down with a shoulder tackle. Harwood goes for a slingshot suplex. However, Cody escapes it. Rhodes throws his belt into the crowd, the crowd chants for them to throw it back, and a fan does to the surprise of Rhodes, Pac, and uh, everybody else in the ring. Yeah. Uh, especially Aubrey. <laughs> she was
1: really scared by it.
0: Yeah, I mean, that came a little too close to Aubrey, in my opinion. But uh, uh, I'm glad it didn't hit her. Right, especially after everything we saw happen Monday night, I'm really glad that everything Very much so. was just a belt flying through the air. Uh, Pac gets tagged in Pac gets in some shots on Harwood Harwood makes it over to his tag partner Cash Wheeler for the tag Wheeler showboats a little bit As he always does And Pac makes him pay for it He takes Wheeler down hard Pac tags in Penta El Zero Penta lands some strikes on Cash Wheeler Wheeler gets away from Penta Tags in Andrade Penta gets away from Andrade Tags in his brother Ray Phoenix Phoenix hits Andrade with an and hits Andrade with a combination move. Rhodes tags himself in, and the crowd begins to boo until Rhodes gets attacked. Now Malachi Black gets tagged in, and he gets some strikes in on Rhodes. We go to our last picture-in-picture commercial break with Wheeler in control over Phoenix. Come back from the break, Penta takes out FTR with a double DDT. Penta hits Andrade with a backstabber. Pac tags himself in. And hits Malachi with a shotgun dropkick. Wheeler hits Pac with a massive backbreaker. Rhodes is tagged in, hits Pac with a super kick. Finally, Pac sends Andrade with a belly to belly suplex into the corner turnbuckle. Now everyone is out of the ring. However, Tully Blanchard is in the ring. Arn Anderson gets in the ring and they're about to go at it. However, Jose Garcia gets in the ring and both Tully and Arn hit Garcia, send him out of the ring. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood are in the ring to back up Tully. However, Ray Phoenix flies in, taking them both out. Malachi Black sprays the black mist into the eyes of Pac. Andrade then hits Pac with the hammerlock DDT, and that gets him and his team the victory. So they're all standing in the ring celebrating as the show goes off the air.
1: I must have missed it in the picture-in-picture when Andrade El Idola lost his pants
0: yeah I saw something about that too, and I didn't see that part
1: <laughs> I didn't see that part either when when they came back and he was just pantsless i was a little it was a little jarring
0: yeah yeah absolutely um and it, it was a crazy match, you know, and uh Round of applause for Aubrey. She kept her cool through the entire yeah. match. Yeah, she was so, definitely the MVP of the match. Yes, yes. She uh, she has earned her title as a senior referee or head referee or whatever they're calling her these days. Best in the business as far as well, I'm concerned. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, I mean, it's great. She's constantly doing stuff backstage as well. Just yeah. think this woman does a podcast, AEW Unrestricted. She's part of the game development team. She does stuff with AEW Heels and um, the charity events. And she's a full time ref, sometimes two matches in a night. Yeah, she must really love this company. <laughs> <laughs> I think she loves the business and especially loves this company. Yeah. So, I mean, hats off to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. <right. laughs> so, now, with
1: this match, it's
0: just, I'm not sure what they
1: are doing with the character of cody anymore and i'm not sure i don't know. don't know what they're doing they like they had to know what the reactions he was going to get in this town at chicago for god's sakes if if someone's getting it's right. every time yeah it's in every town at this point and then the belt getting thrown back it just becomes a distraction and yep i mean Really, after that first match with Malachi Black, Malachi Black seemed like the coolest character in the company. The bet, like, could go to the moon, and now it almost feels like he's
0: been bogged down by this. Yeah, well, uh, he did tease a couple weeks ago uh, that there are some changes coming to the character, and I hope he means more than the addition of the what looks like now his face is starting to decay.
1: Yeah, I hope <laughs> something's going to happen when it fully spreads. Maybe I'm not. I mean, I'm interested in this lore of Malachi Balak, but I've been burned so many times by supernatural stuff in wrestling, it's hard to (laughs) invest too much in it.
0: Yeah, as long as they don't try to turn him into The Undertaker or something, I think they're good. Some type of murder clown. (sighs) Yeah, let's not do an evil doink the clown. We don't need that. (laughs) So uh, overall, Doom, what did you think of tonight's
1: AEW? um besides the main event should have been switched with uh real with the hangman like hangman having the title in the ring closing out the show should have been how it ended i feel like some egos got in the way there but besides that it was a great show i i gotta say eight 8.5 for going okay. out then
0: all right sounds uh sounds good i i can i can deal with an 8.5 uh I'm going just a little bit lower, though. I'm going with an eight. Um, there were just a few things that still I'm trying to wrap my head around that don't fully make sense. You know, the hangman should have closed out the show. The champ should have closed out the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just that's just me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, them going, well, it's, it's an eight man tag that should close out the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, OK, I, I, I can get that. If Hangman wouldn't have been on right beforehand, I'd be all yeah, for that. Exactly. Like you got to treat your champion like a champion or else we're not going to treat him like the number one in the company. Right. Right. And with Hangman, I mean, whether, and I got to give it to Hangman, whether he's opening the show, whether he's a mid card match or whether he's the main event, he brings 110% every time. All right. Uh, so. I'm loving the cowboy shit era so far. Yes. Yes. It's, uh, Definitely, it's only been, you know, a, two weeks now, yeah, week and a half, whatever. And it definitely feels like it's uh, going to be a great era. Going to be hopefully a full year. We had Kenny just shy of the year as the longest reigning champ. So let's let Hangman surpass that. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I
1: I feel like maybe he'll get one good defense under him that I think, I mean, my personal opinion, he might be dropping that to MJF.
0: At the next pay-per-view Oh, you know uh, Tanner has said the same thing He's, He goes, it'll be early 2022, he'll drop it to MJF I said, alright And so Tanner went on record Last week as to say A year from now MJF will be your champion I said, alright, that's pretty bold But uh, I, I, can, I can Get behind it Sadly, I can get behind it
1: yeah, I, I guess I can agree with Tanner on this one. I do feel like the babyface champion's always better in the chase than it is as the champion. So, yep. like, to keep Hangman feeling like a badass, they might have to cut him off a little short with shenanigans or something.
0: Right. Right. Um, so, who would be your wrestler of the night for tonight? Man, that
1: is going to be hard. I think it'd have to be a toss up between MJF or Punk. That that promo battle was so good. Yeah. I think I
0: got to lean towards MJF on this one. All right. All right. Um I'll uh, I was actually right there with you. I wasn't going to pick anybody else cuz I mean that 20 minutes it felt like a lot longer than 20 minutes but in a good sense. It yeah. wasn't like, oh my lord, come on hurry this up. It I just it felt to great. It. Yeah, I wanna I want these two to just have you know the whole hour <laughs> yeah. on the mic back and forth. I'm okay with it. I would pay for a pay per view of them
1: talking back and forth for an hour. Yeah, I would be perfectly okay with
0: that. So I have a smile the whole time. You and MJF, I'll go with a uh, Punk on this one. All so right, that works. That works for me too. Um, so you know, overall, good show. Like I said, uh, solid eight. Looking forward to this best in the world versus I'm better than you and you know it. I, I'm just going to say it now, take my money. I'm I'm all in on this. So yeah. this I is will watch uh, no matter what. If I have to pay for
1: it, if I have to watch <laughs> it on Friday, Wednesday, I doubt they'd put it on YouTube. But I will watch it no matter how what I have to do to watch that. Yep,
0: yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I think uh, I think though, sadly. Uh, the Danielson hangman feud is under this, so we've got a title run. But this is more exciting, and it's nothing against hangman, it's nothing against Danielson. It's just it's CM Punk on the microphone, it's MJF on the microphone, two of the best on the microphones at each other's throats. Yeah, like I- I'm all for it. Kingston and
1: Punk almost did the same thing at the last pay-per-view. They got a magic with this
0: realism that they have that's just so good. I want so much more of it. Yeah, I cannot wait to continue to see where this goes. I hope we get a Punk-Kingston feud again in the future uh, that's not two weeks long. Yeah. So it was a nice short feud, and I got to give it to Punk and Kingston. They pulled together a great feud in two weeks. Yeah, exactly. They really only needed one night for that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Anything other than one night, I think, uh, probably would have blown the house up. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not just sparkler blowups, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Well, uh, Doom, thank you so much for joining us tonight. it uh, been great having you on here. Uh, we'll have to definitely do this again at some point. Maybe we'll get you, myself, and Tanner all going on here one night. We'll uh, recap AEW, um, see where it goes from there. I think we'll uh, we'll have a lot of fun with it, though.
1: Heck yeah, it was a great time. I'm always willing to fill in or guest star whenever you need me. Um,
0: be sure to follow Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Uh, follow myself, Paul Zartman at Paul Zartman nine two one on all social media. And follow Doom at Wrestling underscore Doom. The link's in this video. And, of course, uh, we've been kind of tweeting back and forth through uh, our personal page and through the Kicking Out podcast page tonight. So uh, follow us on Twitter. You'll find us. You'll enjoy it. It'll be a good time. Uh, Don't forget Black Friday specials going on through Pro Wrestling Tees right now, so you can get some Kicking Out podcast merchandise as well. So, gonna have to uh jump on the doom train there and uh you'll have to get some uh merchandise too Doom.
1: yeah one of these days sometime i might actually (laughs) do something
0: (laughs) look forward to doing this again soon doom and thank you again so much for joining us thanks for having me man uh join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast